Good morning. I'm going to read Psalm 39 and then we can uh, look at some portions. I said, I will guard my ways, lest I sin with my tongue. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle, while the wicked are before me. I was mute with silence. I held my peace even from good. And my sorrow was stirred up. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Lord, make me to know my end, and what is the measure of my days, that I may know how frail I am. Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my age is as nothing before you. Certainly, every man at his best state is but vapor. Selah. Surely every man walks about like a shadow. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. And now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the reproach of the foolish. I was mute. I did not open my mouth because it was you who did it. Remove your plague from me. I am consumed by the blow of your hand. When with rebukes you correct man for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like a moth. Surely every man is vapor. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears, for I am a stranger with you, a sojourner as all my fathers were. Remove your gaze from me, that I may regain strength, before I go away and am no more. So when we look at the psalm, we can sort of divide it into three sections and then there's the ski scripture right in the middle. So David says, lest I sin with my tongue, I will constrain, I will restrain my tongue as a muzzle. And when you look at the context, you can see, uh, in a sense, I believe that he, this, he's experiencing correction from the Lord and with the wrestling of why is this happening to me or God what are, what are you doing in my life um, he makes a decision not to speak about his inner thoughts some of those things are only meant for God's ears um, you, you know the sad thing I've seen and we seem to hear it more and more is lately high profile people uh, social media personalities um, People in ministry, worship leaders are deconverting. They're actually falling away from the faith. And uh, the sad part is, is that they're making it known on social media and on platforms for the world to see. And, you know, the weak and, 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 uh, and the people that, that are sort of maybe just young Christians will be affected and be led astray and down a slippery path by these people speaking about their inner thoughts, which I think was actually meant for God's ears. Uh, and, you, and you know, when David eventually speaks up, he says, Lord, show me the, the futility of life. Show me how the mindar, my how few days I have in my life. And I think it's so important that we understand and, and pray that kind of prayer. Lord, show me <laughs> the futility of life. and. How quick time passes by, and and may we, we, you know, be, have a life that that has eternal value. That we may have works that are, that would be pleasing unto the Lord. And then he says, uh, Lord, and now, 
what do I wait for? My hope is in you. That's verse 7. And for me, that's the key because, you know, where, there's hope, where, where hope is deferred, you know, it's a, it's a horrible thing. And I think people lose vision. People lose um, uh, just, you know, the drive to continue. Um, and that waiting on God, I mean, we see that word in so many Psalms. It's such an important part of, of allowing God to do what He needs to do through our lives. And sometimes we, we only see things in, in perspective when we look back at how God has uh, formed us and transformed us through correction. And, you know, the, the latter part of this psalm, he says, Lord, forgive me for my transgressions. And I think it's so important to walk a, a, a life of, of repentance. You know, the Holy Spirit is there to prompt us and to, to bring correction in our lives. And we want to be pleasing unto the Lord. Uh, but in the midst of um, the correction, uh, I just remembered there's a scripture in Hebrews 12 verse 5. It says, um, My son, do not despise the discipline of the, of the Lord, nor be discouraged when he rebukes you. So it's so important that we, we do not... Um, make little regard and become discouraged which can easily happen when you feel like um, the Lord is bringing you bringing some stuff in your life or he's purifying you um, and you know the beauty of it is that he's doing it in love I I can't imagine that any any father or mother that has children and, and really love and care for them will not bring discipline and correction because we want to see them, we want to bring the, the best out of them, and that's what God's—that's God's intention to bring the best out of us, to bring that—that that which is which brings Him glory, uh, to be transformed and to be conformed into the likeness of Christ. And you know, there's a, there's a thing that we don't often speak about, but Jesus had to learn obedience through suffering. And uh, we don't often talk about suffering or hardship, but we all go through it. And uh, I just pray that God will give us the, the ability to, to fortify ourselves and to protect our hearts and our mouths in the midst of the context. I hope you're going to have an awesome Friday. God bless. Goodbye.